Check, check. Okay. Check, check. Female, check. Okay. Are you going to have those on? Should I? No. Just. Did you notice the angry tone with which I said, are you going to have them? I know. That's why I asked. Because I wanted to push the button a little bit more. Okay. I just wanted to. Yeah. <clears throat> Hello. And welcome to the That's a Bad Idea podcast. Oh, can you not? No, but can you like get, can you see the frame at least? Yeah, totally. Okay. Hello and welcome to That's a Bad Idea, the podcast in which we pitch never before seen movies based off of a movie title that is completely foreign to us. It will be a shock, we will be aghast, we will have to write pitches and pitch them to each other, and I like to end my sentences with and to show an air of confidence. <laughs> Let's go! And this is, uh, and I'm Gabby, and this is my co-host Liam. Hey, I'm Liam! <laughs> It's funny because you, you think he's doing this voice as a bit, but in actuality, this is his real voice. Yeah. No, that's a bit, but I am ready for the show. Woo! See you laugh. <laughs> Excuse me, we'll to actually clap now. One at a time. Okay, now I wish we had the audio of that. Um, okay, so... Uh, our guest for today is someone who, uh, I mean, where to begin? Has blonde hair, is wearing khaki pants, um, and white shoes. I mean, basically, a man who needs no introduction. Please welcome Thomas Sullivan. Woo! Just climb over his lap, under the legs, preferably. Like I was really like looking at hey. the camera. I like this vibe Still working. I like not looking at the camera. The camera stresses me out. So I'm gonna look yeah, that's how, that's what they teach you to do in, in school. In vodcast class. Well, you're trying to break the fourth wall all the time? All right, this is going great. Okay. <laughs> what? You looked right. at me like you would so look at me like you'd never seen soup before. <laughs> It's just flavored water. I'm Thomas. Welcome. Oh, yeah, sorry. We didn't, like, integrate you into the No, no, I'm happy to be here. I didn't ask. Well, I was lying anyway. Okay, good. (laughs) All right, Thomas, we're going to get started here. How about you reach your little hand into that jar? This is a bowl full of movie titles. Pull out a movie and tell us what movie we'll be pitching. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes because I can see some of my own, so I'm just going to... Just... I don't trust you even still. <laughs> the Lost Tome of Time. Um, okay, so I feel like now's a better time than ever. I, I've heard the word tome a lot and have never known what it means. It's like an old book, like a dusty book. Okay, I always thought it was just how fancy people say the word tomb. No, no, it's spelled different. Okay. Uh, I try not to read. It is spelled different. 
T O M E. Holds yeah. for holds for motorcycle. All right, we're gonna take a quick break to write down our pitches, and we'll be right back. I think you can edit a little. Yeah. Or should we? I've always thought that should we time lapse us writing them? Because I'm worried people would think we spend a while writing them. Actually, no. I'm gonna say we're gonna take a 30 second break to write some movie pitches based off of that title. I don't have any paper. I know. We'll get paper. We're gonna pause for a paper. It's already been 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think. Yeah, go ahead. See you in a jiffy. How's it going so far? I this think you can sense the nerves. We're still getting the hang of it. But I think the top of the show really has always been the hardest part, too, because I just want to do the thing. Gives me that, that's yeah, it's awkward. It's awkward in it's an entertaining way. It's awkward. Yeah. Like, it's fun to listen to. And, it, yeah, in the, yeah. We could try it again where we, I mean, huh? I think it will get us in our heads if we do it again. Oh, yeah. Wow, that was... That's paper. That was yeah. convenient. To say the least. <laughs> 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 you have a, a surface I can use? I kind of want to switch pens with you. No, I like this one. I, I know, I said you had a good pen, but then mine was out of ink. Yeah, I could, I could... It was a vibe check. I was like, I know that that pen... Was like, <laughs> so we just write any... Do we write multiple or one? You just write one. One, yeah. one each. And then we each take a turn pitching it to each other. What's it called? The last one. The last one.
How long about should this be? Oh, yeah, you can draw on the back. Well, I wrote on the back. <laughs> so I write in erratically and very large, like a toddler. I am too. Yeah. There's no order. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, they say Leonardo da Vinci wrote like a toddler. Okay. I don't think that's true. Still on? Yeah. Cool.
I've been looking at his like that. No, I've been. It's been eyeing me. Yeah. You like it when you it's, know it. It's the specular highlights on the lips. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just. I can't decide if it's hot or ugly, and that's that's messing with me. I like walking that way. It's it's. <laughs> it's like that uh, that person that you know just haunts you. It's like I can't. What do I feel about them? Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah, well, yeah, th th there's something strong there, <laughs> but it, but you don't know if it's revulsion or infatuation. Mm. You're writing the whole script. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> interior library. <laughs> feel inadequate now you're writing so much <laughs> I just write really slow I like how she never mind I'll I'll save, no I'll save it I'll save it <laughs> so did we read the whole card <laughs> yeah okay cool like it is an actual tip Classic, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Basically, we'll use. But you will go first. I think having Billy go first was kind of. Yeah. Like, I think it's like the one that would go first. I like that. I can go first. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Okay. Good. Okay. okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's yeah good. I really did not this go back. No, I think I honestly wrote like eighty, like like eighteen words. It just took up this much. <laughs> Because I have like huge margins, like. <laughs> you do. Yeah, you have some diagonal. Oh, the camera quality on this is so much worse than the camera. But it's much better than the front-facing camera. It is much better, but like that—that that DSLR got me looking shiny. Next time. Next time. Yeah. Next time, there will be a next time. Yeah. There will be a next time. Oh, it's Probably, a storm. Yeah. Rod in thighs, everyone. I'm at home. Every day. Inescapable. Welcome uh, back. Welcome back. Oh. oh, you want to do that? No, you're no, you more playful. No, you're no, you more playful. Welcome back. It seems like they haven't ironed out who's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> there's no in charge. There's only art. Yes. This is an ensemble vodcast. Whereas the French say ensemble. <laughs> can, I be, can I be the... The lovable guy with gadgets in the ensemble cast. Do you have enough gadgets? Uh, Where are the gadgets? Those are his gadgets. It's a okay. Uh, I'll allow can we it. get to the thing? For those of you who are listening, the gadget was a pen. All right, let's get into our first yes. pitch. Uh, the Lost Tome of Time. Yes. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I believe you want to go first. Oh, okay. I'll go first. Here's my pitch for the lost tome of time. After and some things need to be ironed out here, so I'll read through it and I'd, I'd love some I'd love some tips. We're here for you. I also brought some spec film early footage in case you want to watch that. Great. After Greg Tilby moves to the small town of Wimple, Maryland from California, he has a difficult time making friends. He spends a lot of his time in the town library and becomes very close with the beautiful librarian Laura Rogers. Despite the town's small size, Greg never sees Laura outside the library. 
One day, Greg sees Laura returning a mysterious tome to a bookshelf locked behind the counter. He sneaks behind and reads it and realizes that it holds the curse and secret of immortality. In order to be with Laura forever, Greg must follow the book's rules and decide the cost of life or death. Wow. I, I could say what you uh, I could see what you mean about some things. It needs some, well, here's the big <laughs> twist. Here's the big twist that I didn't know how to write in the pitch. Let's if, hear it. Let's hear if it. she leaves the library, she gains all the age back. <gasps> oh, so, I didn't realize she was. Did I miss that? That she has used this secret to. Yeah, I could have hit it on the head. Yeah. More. So some of us yeah. are dumb women, so if you could just really be clear. That Gabby is the dumb woman. <laughs> So the way it works is she leaves the library. She becomes this old, crippled, hurt, bony lady. When she's in the library, though, she goes back into a hot, hot librarian. So like the, uh, the mom in hot. Rapunzel hot or like hotter? Um, I didn't Gothel? see. Uh, Tangled? Let's say like uh, hot, Like hot. is it a MILF vibe or did she like become immortal at like a ripe 25? Well, the way the, the way the tome works is that you set your domain. And in your domain, you are uh, infinitely beautiful. Infinitely to beautiful. Each person. You don't have one set look. Like Aphrodite in the Percy Jackson books. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's okay. actually. Okay, so you understood that reference, but not the Disney's Tangled reference? Uh, yeah, because I'm literate and I read. Yeah. I wasn't a little screen kid. Percy Jackson is like tangled for smart. Sit in front of the screen and watch this lady with long blonde hair. I read about <laughs> mythology, okay? Yeah, sorry we're I'm culture. a scholar, you know? I could name threes of, of, of Greek gods. Threes of them. Yeah, groups of three. I, which is very important to the Greek <laughs> mythology, if, which I you would know if you'd I, read yeah. it. Uh, Shit. Fuck. Anyway. Yes, Lori and Greg. That's their names? Am I remembering yeah, correctly? Yeah, Laura. Laura. But Lori's fun. Here's my question. How long has Lori been there? 600 years. Interesting. Oh. So so she, so she, books have changed a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's 600 years. That's She's also a – that would make her a Native American. Um, okay, so she's been a – she she actually tread lightly, boys. <laughs> you can set your you can set your domain. Okay, but it takes it's very. You keep saying set your domain, and I get that you code, but could you say that in a different way? Okay, well this has nothing. So here's what happens. Here's what chapter four of the book says. Here's what, once you you can set a domain, roughly you know quarter mile in uh, diameter. Okay. And when you're in that domain, you're infinitely beautiful to everyone that comes into the domain. I love that. And you can, can I just change. Say I love that. Yeah, it's sick. Don't you want to be infinitely beautiful? I well, I love that it's catered towards each person. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, like that's yeah. But and you can change your domain, you can move, but it's a big process. You gotta like hire movers and so domain, so, you mean, so like territory when you yes, say it's domain? a mat. This is domain. magical. Domain, it's a magical domain. domain. I just think of like URL. Oh, like a domain name? Yeah. No, a domain is like. Like, oh, this is all my domain. Well, you do okay, have to. Now that you say it, I definitely yeah. have heard that before. Actually, also, you, you have to register a domain name for the magic to work. The, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's important. It's, things change when the internet when came around. you're registering your domain, you have to go on to Wix.com. Yeah, you have to buy the website. So, so <laughs> like, you can't, your domain can't be called Amazon because that's, someone already owns it. So, no, there's no domains allowed in the Amazon rainforest then. Interesting. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, they're, Does they're... Jeff Bezos own the Amazon rainforest in this canon? Um, no. Okay. Okay. That's Here's my question. You're, you're talking a lot about these rules built uh, into the world about yeah. you can set this domain, you can move it, but you have to have the special ingredients or whatever you're saying. My question is, is, so is there a higher power of magic outside of, of Lori, Lori is her name? Right? Yeah, there are yeah. other people that have this. There's okay. this light. But this, this type of immortality is the most powerful magic you could have because you, you're immortal. So, so how did uh, Lori – were you surfing her name and calling her Lori? Uh-huh. How did she stumble upon this tome and what made her decide to become immortal? Or is your female character just going to be there to be a sex object is my question. That would be okay too. No, her. Either way is fine. Her mom was. Her mom was also immortal. So this book has been passed down oh. in the Lori family. Yeah. Well, her mom was the first person in their family to be immortal. How long oh. was she, How long was she around? Um, she was around for a couple eight hundred years. But here's okay. the thing. Couple eight hundred. Well, here's the thing. If you want to have a kid, you give up your immortality. Oh. That's really. Int- I barely See, want to have a kid to give up my uh, perky tits. So yeah. that's, I mean, that's a big loss. <laughs> but, but let's mine that this. That is opposite. Once you have a kid, you get tits. That's how oh. yeah, moves come from. Yeah, go ahead. But we can mine this for, for character growth here because if they're in love, if Lorian Yep, this is – What's his oh. name? Greg. You're like, this yeah. is the main conflict. I knew yes. this from yeah. the beginning. Exactly. Yes, I was, of course. I knew you'd all get all hung up in them. How does the magic work? What are the rules <laughs> of the world? Let's talk about characters and relationships. So it's this balance between timelessness – but humanity, because mm-hmm. yes. Lori wants to be human. Being she wants ethereal yeah. and eternal being versus enjoying the best parts of being a simple human. It's true, and so Fuck Greg it. is trying to bring her back to the human side of things. But his 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 problem is that he, he wants her like to have those perky tits too. Yep. He likes he really, her hot. Yeah, he uh, likes her hot. Yeah. But okay, I've already found a plot hole. Okay, get fucked. So if um. <laughs> If what you're saying is true, that you appear maximally attractive to the given person at a time, mm-hmm. and Greg's into perky tits, then child or no, okay, you'll so here's have what, the appearance that Greg's looking for. Yeah, here's what happens. Yeah. So if you get pregnant, you lose your immortality, and you become that person right. permanently. So she'll become mm-hmm. you know, a really hot 30-year-old with... But Big now old, she's gonna start aging. But now she's gonna start aging. She's lost that. Oh. Now her now her placenta is gonna come out. She's gonna have to eat it. Well, you can get uh, your immortality back if you kill the child. Wait. And she's done oh. that twice. No, but what? <laughs> Wait. Okay. Wait. See, she thought she found the one, and then she said, "Kids are annoying." I'm sorry. Our our main female protagonist has killed two babies. Yeah, she's a magical witch. What but, do you want? And she's from Maryland. She she contains multitudes. You're right. Okay. You're right. I I I was oversimplifying her yeah. character. Here's the thing: is mm-hmm. that I I really like what you have here with her killing people. And she kind of, it's like, it, it's it, like, it's like, a, it's like a, almost like a horror twist, but it's also a, a rom-com, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It's horror rom-com and Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. I, except it's a Christmas movie. Well, it takes place during Christmas. Okay. It's kind of like a, you know, like a play the, on genre. Like, Pussy yeah. Pussy Bang Bang. What's that movie called? What did you Kiss, just Kiss, say? Bang Bang. <laughs> did you, wait, I was did you? Close. You thought it was called Pussy Pussy Bang Bang? No, so. I even saw Robert Downey Jr. at a screening. I saw, I was at the same screening. Wow. We were in our but you thought it was call. called Pussy Pussy Bang Bang this whole I time? I knew it wasn't called Pussy Pussy Bang Bang, but I knew if I said Pussy Pussy Bang Bang, one of you would remember what it was actually called, which you did. Let's get back to the movie. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Any questions? Any so scenes many. you want to see? Yes. Um, um, you didn't even get what to Grimley What yet. happens in the movie? 
Well, this is the thing about magical realism is that people get caught up in how the magic works You're when it's so not right. important. Right? You're so right. Mm-hmm. So what Marvel happened? does it best. Marvel does what best? Uh, just glossing over the logistics. Oh, of how like how it works. Work, so yeah. you can get to the character relationships. So Greg moves to the small town. It's for work. He's a um, he's a dietitian, and he had to move to Maryland. No, I've heard the the dietitian scene is nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's big. Um, is he into keto and stuff? No, he's he's like a holistic kind of. Just. Yeah, no, a healthier take on yeah. raw honey. I don't know what kind of Pinterest uh-huh. inspo you've been looking at. But he's a holistic. Dietitian. I just want to get into a size two. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, yeah. So he moves. I mean, I I explained the pictures. A specific what what part? Of, what, what, my my what question is, what's the dark night of the soul here? What what's the point when 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 Greg's going? What, he's really wrestling with these decisions. And what's the decision that we go? He's learned something. Okay, because well, that's what you need. May I just clarify for a second? Is his main decision? Do I? Like, fuck the pull-out method, fuck condoms, I'm trying to get this girl pregnant, but then she'll be ugly? Like, is that the main conflict of the movie? No, no. He, um, so there's a couple things going on. He can't decide if he wants, she wants to have a kid with him. Mm -hmm. Oh. But he wants to become immortal and just live with her. But she's done this twice before and ended up killing the kid because they have the kid and they go, I don't want to go to soccer games. Mm-hmm. So, she, she, so did she concedes knowing that she's going to murder the baby? No, she thinks this time it'll be different. But she thought that Classic before, too. Woman. Yeah. Well, the first time was in like the 1700s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second time was in the mid-80s. And yeah. they just thought it was – she thought it was a bad environment to be raising a kid in. Yeah. Reagan, am I right? Well, yeah, that's – she said, eh, interest rate, you know. Inflation, huh? Stop looking to me. I didn't do it. Um, but there's also uh, <laughs> there's also a, 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 an evil wizard that's trying to get in her pants too. Grimly, Grimly, yeah. You mentioned. Yeah, he's from North Dakota. How old is he? Uh, mid nine hundreds. Mid nine hundreds. So but he became her. but he became immortal at thirteen. So he's thirteen years old. No, he looks thirteen. But she, but through her perspective. Oh, this is a question. What do they look like to the audience? Are we seeing everyone through our uh, so Greg's perspective? At mm-hmm. first, yes. But that's one of the visual twists is other people. You start to see her as different people. So you think the libraries when when you see like uh, like there's a postman and he sees her in the library, but she looks very different to him. But they all know that it's Laura, right? Because yes. they think that everyone else Lori. sees her as the same way. Lori, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so like uh, the postman, for example, mm-hmm. does he play a larger role, or is he just passing through? Um, well, he, there's kind of a B plot line where he wants to become a baker, mm-hmm. and he's trying to go through, but there's a lot of bureaucratic red tape to open up a bakery in Wimple. Can we That's, see that? Sure. I have a. Let me pull out. It's off off screen. I have a rolling yeah. TV. Beep. Oh, hey, Mr. Mayor, I brought in all those forms you needed about the new bakery. Thank you. Let me shuffle through these. Daryl, I'm afraid this is once again insufficient. What, 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 what? What is it this time? I I wrote in pen instead of crayon this time. Daryl, 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 this is still office paper that you just drew on, okay? I want a typed-up document from you, okay? What? God damn it! God oh, don't damn it! Flip my desk over, ah! I'm the Mayor! I'll flip your desk over if I want. Oh! Ah! 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 
I'm adding too much, too many magical components? I think I think you got to lean into it. Honestly, I <laughs> yeah. think that that you, this this higher power of magic, Grimly, mm-hmm. the the werewolf, which his name was, was J- Daryl. Daryl. Um, I think you got to. It's all part of this this family of magic that exists within your world. Yeah, and I it's think like a cast of characters they meet up yeah. in the library sometimes. Do they have any like? Do they have a book club? Like, how are they getting to? Like, why are they meeting up all the time? Um, there's a there is a book club. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're reading of mice and men. Do you want to see? There's a scene. There's a scene where there's a scene where um, a, a witch, a vampire, and um, Laurie are, are reading of mice and men together. Do you want to see that scene? Yes, please. That sounds great. I sat that the part where they killed and he was very sad. What I'd like to see is is more shooting like that. I love that. I'm a witch. <laughs> Those are really great points, guys. Um, I'm just going to take this jacket off because it's getting a little hot in here. I want Ooh. to say you have throbbing neck veins. <laughs> Thank you, vampire. <laughs> my I... name is Clay. Why do you always just call me by my face? It's so insensitive. Because her name is Witch. Just call me Craig. Everyone's first thing you point out is my magic place. Bah! My favorite part was when all those mice and men hung out. What? That, I, that doesn't happen in the book. Bitch, tell her. You're, you're a librarian. You should, you should probably know how mice and, mice and men go. No, I, I do, I do. Um, I meant metaphorically speaking. Elaborate. Oh, uh, you know, because it's like the, the men who are more mousish within the story hang out with the men who are more within their manliness. I can't saying? stay mad at you. You're so hot. <laughs> wait, it's the camisole. Wait, wait. Are you saying that? Are you saying that Lenny is mou- like a mouse because he is a simple man? Yes. Oh, so simple people are like, I can't be part of this book club anymore. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Um. It's a it's an 18 minute scene. And wow. Okay, that's a that's actually a heavy we, we portion have, of just those characters who aren't even main characters. Greg's not even there. Why was the one character named Witch? Yeah. <laughs> and then why did that other uh, that other character Craig get really offended about being called vampire? He's a he's a vampire. He's a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, but to him that's like that's like having um you know. Your, Say it. Your Swedish friend show up be like, oh, hey, Swedish. look, here's our fucking Swede. <laughs> Sit down here, Swede. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I, that wouldn't be nice. It would be. No, yeah. it would be He's not like offended. He's just like, what? What are you doing? Like, why? How is why? that relevant right now? But then, if your friend who's Italian, whose name was Italian, and he came in, you go, "Hey, Italian and Swede." That happens a few minutes later. Do you want to see it? There's an Italian guy called Italian. That's his magic. Okay, okay I'll play it. Beep. Oh, it's a bitsy. It's a me, Italian. Hey, Italian. I'm a hero with an infinite meatball bag. Beep. Um, that was great. I, I would like to go back a little bit <laughs> and jump up and ask. It seems like, sorry, as the uh, as the resident woman, I must ask. It seems like you were kind of sexualizing, um, Lori in an unfair well, way. Well, the characters are. I'm I'm just who am I? I'm just the writer. But she seemed to be written as more of a sex object than a uh, full. But that's the character's character. fault. It's a expose oh, it's on. The character's it's fault. an expose on how magical creatures view 
hot magical creatures. No, but the actual character of Lori did yeah. say, say, it's the camisole, and then kind of like just gesture to her curves. Her nipples well, were rock hard. If you yeah. see right here in the script, I have in the stage directions. Um, uh, actress, uh, we're, we're, we're hoping for um, uh, uh, Jessica Alba. But you already have it recorded. <laughs> yeah, but this is a, we just we hired a lookalike because yeah. we couldn't afford her for the first. <laughs> yeah, she did have Jessica Alba written on her forehead. Yeah, that's so weird. That, that also added to the kind of like yeah. uh, possible misogyny but that I was feeling. If you read the script, it says uh, Lori takes camisole and re reaches under shirt and rubs nipples and says, "Ooh, light nipples," but that's not. It's not misogynistic if it's done that way. I think it. I think it is. I think it might be. Yeah. I think it actually really might. Be. I mean, it's it's okay if it's that kind of movie. There's a market for that, but uh -huh. but it's just it's not the same movie as this whole like love story like moral dilemma thing. I, know what? Know what I think I need to see. I think yeah. I need to see her and Greg interact. That's okay. perfect. Because that relationship, you know, maybe maybe he he sees the real human in her. See, the, because that exactly. is a movie trope I can get behind. All right, cool. Okay. I'll show Greg, and uh, here's Greg and Lori. Beep. Uh, hi, welcome to the bookstore I run. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, I'm just trying to buy a book that I can take to the library where this girl oh, I like sorry, works. I, oh, oh, sorry. You're I, just the you're the woman at the bookstore. I'm I'm trying to go to the my my friend of the. <laughs> Hot baby at the library, so oh, you got any sorry, uh, you got of, of mice and men? I've... Uh yeah. I, I like your Well can I buy it? Oh yeah. Look, stop complimenting me. I want to buy a sorry, book and I'm get sorry. out of here. I, I just get compared to the library girl a lot and um it gets frustrating. Here's Boop. the book. Yeah, so that's her twin sister who runs the bookstore. And she's not immortal. Um Twin. Not what I asked for, but okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I showed. I tried to get to the right scene, and then they they said I'm at a bookstore. I'm like, I've been in a library the whole time. <laughs> so here's my quest. So they're twin sisters. Yeah, that one's not immortal. <laughs> <laughs> we have some time. We have. <laughs> There's some continuity errors. Okay, no, I, no, hey, all, all is possible. Real, realism all is, is slippery slope. And I it's think true. That you know. See, I think I can tell you're going for an Isabel Allende, Gabriel Garcia Marquez style magical realist story about the human condition, right? right. Magic exists in this space. Mm -hmm. It's it's about magic, but what it's really about is about humanity. These magical things are just part of the malleability of our reality, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Someone gets it. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> All right. Let, we should move on. Um, that's my take on the the lost tome of time. That was great. Yeah, that was a. I would say aggressively mediocre. Add a little, add a little explosion in post. Who, who are you talking you. to? Because I know I can't add little explosions to things. <laughs> um, you could probably email someone, ask them how to do that. I don't even know how to send a fucking email. That's my problem. I was hoping you knew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, would you like to go? Yeah, sure, I'll yeah, go. You ready? Oh, I'm feeling. Can't get worse than that. So. I think. It can. <laughs> I think it can get worse than that. Okay, so, anyway, <clears throat> I'm so glad to be here today. Thank you so much Hi. for having me. Um, Hi there. This is my pitch for my new script, the Tome of the Lost Tome of Time. Um, Johnny Fats is a down on his luck archaeologist, 
His wife just left him for a physical trainer. Everything changes when he finds the lost home of time, a book written by dinosaurs. It tells him all the secrets of, his, of this world and the last world and begins him on a journey to defeat a great evil. Other side of the card here. Billionaire industrialist Cash Rockefeller is the last living Rockefeller and, pause for dramatic effect, the last dinosaur. He betrayed dinosaur kind, and he's about to do the same to humanity. We must stop him. So wait, let me make sure I understand. How did the dinosaurs come back? Did I miss that? No, the dinosaurs are gone. Oh, but Cash Rockefeller somehow survived. The Rockefeller, don't, the Rockefeller name, I mean, that's a lot of power. Yeah. You'd survive the dinosaur apocalypse, I think. Yeah, yeah, so, so he... You're confused. I, I understand. So, so the, so you know the Rockefellers, right? Yeah. See, this is where I'm feel awkward because they were big oil. Yeah. Family, so are they? I followed it, Thomas. No. See, that's so exactly the crux of it. Okay. And oil so, dead dinosaurs. So intrinsic to the story of the film is is this this supposition, if you will, that the dinosaur. I don't know that word. Uh, suppose. Classic tone moment. <laughs> <laughs> it, okay. Let's suppose. In this film, the dinosaurs were a very complex civilization, and they were writing information and knowledge about the nature of our reality, right? Yes. And, and Johnny Fats uncovers this book written by the, the Council of the Last Dinosaurs. So humans as also their... existed? No, 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 no. They were writing about humanity, though. Huh? They were writing about humanity before humans. Well, they were very smart. Okay. They, they, they could see the future in a way. But they saw it coming. They, they were masters of... of uh, speculative physics and so they could see <laughs> they knew every position of the particles in the universe and they could tell you where they would all be in 60 million years shit. and so what we're looking at here is that they knew that cash d rockefeller the last rockefeller and the last in a long line of dinosaurs who've, who've betrayed it's it's the rockefellers have we're we're, we're the evil dinosaurs anti-science dinosaurs yes but they have a very strong expertise in a very specific area of, of science, which is they knew that if all the dinosaurs died and went into the ground, eventually they'd be black juice that can power machines. Aha. And then they, so they would they use... they genocided their brother exactly. to make oil money? Wow. And I love this. Yes. And all those dinosaurs were killed by Cash D. Rockefeller and his family. And they've been, and that family has benefited from oh, from that that genocide. I never knew the Rockefellers were dinosaurs. I'm they've all been dinosaurs the whole time. Wow. So, anyways, Johnny Fats. Yeah. I quick is John. How fat is Johnny Fats? Because that's immediately what stick I thin. Yeah. Okay, great. I love that. You have I to go one extreme. That's yeah. That's a little thing I call irony. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but it's he never really thought of it that way. He didn't even realize that that. Um, it wasn't actually until he, he was about uh, 32 that someone goes, hey, you know what's funny? Yeah. Fats. And then they pointed at him and said, Fats, that's your, but you're skinny. Yeah. And he, and he goes, wow. That's in the, played by Owen Wilson? Th that's in the movie, actually. Do you want to you see that? Yeah. Is Johnny Fats played by Owen Wilson? Um, yeah. And he actually lost 80 pounds for the role. That's he didn't have any. Yeah, he was not a fan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, he's real thin. Like, okay, yeah, what's the Christian Bale? The Machinist. Machinist. Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's one of my favorite films. And yeah, Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson came to me and he said, "Are you sure I need to weigh, lose all this weight?" And I go, "Yeah, Owen, 
I want you to get real skinny, just like Christian did. Be more like Christian. Yeah. Uh, anybody want to see the scene where, where, yes, please, where, where please. he realizes yeah. the irony of his own name? Mm -hmm. Okay, anyway. Beep. I'll just have a coffee, please. Uh, here you go. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Fats? Yeah, yeah that's me. <laughs> you're actually quite, um, you're quite skinny. And? Oh, it's just kind of funny, funny name. What, what's funny about my name? Like Fats, awfully skinny. And like you, I mean, you seem to be shaking. You're like emaciated, truly. Wow. Bling, bling. Oh, hey, it's me, Rick Skinny. I'm really fat and I'm here at this diner and I want some deep fried coffee. Beep. Um, yeah, so. I'm surprised Rick Skinny didn't come up in the pitch. Well, uh, that's the thing is Rick Skinny uh, is, is actually his, his, his brother-in-law. Um, and uh, a classic bookstore girl, library girl situation. <laughs> Very similar to that situation, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but uh, Rick Skinny is he's he's kind of this sidekick. I don't want to put him in the pitch because he's a little bit divisive. Yeah. Yeah, because he. I'm glad uh, you have that awareness. Because he, the thing is, is that yeah. he doesn't believe in dinosaurs. Oh. A dinosaur yeah. denier. Yeah. He doesn't believe in so dinosaurs. So a bit of a Donald Trumpian type situation? So yeah, here's the thing is that my first draft of the script was actually called, uh, yeah, Trump sucks. Um, <laughs> but I thought I'd bring it back to this. I, it was really like... You didn't get, that didn't... That, that's that didn't so original well. though. That. I know. I, I really tried to shop it around, but I just didn't get any, any nibbles. Um, and it was so Rick Skinny was supposed to be this real MAGA sort of guy. Yeah. And he was just like the worst. Yeah, and greasy. he goes, greasy. Yeah. yeah really. I know. I noticed in the clip stinky. that man is covered in grease. You notice how much he was sweating? He, oh, yeah. Well, it was to the point where like the sweat stain was starting to turn a little orange on the shirt. <laughs> yeah, because he hasn't changed his shirt. And when I was, the, the, my supposition was that yeah. that's what every Republican looks like. And, yes. and hence, Donald That's Trump sucks. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> and that evolved into the kind of mm -hmm. capitalist commentary exactly. on the dinosaur race. Yeah. I saw in the script there's a, it says, Rick Skinny special scene. Mm -hmm. I'm curious what that is. Yeah, I mean, you actually had that on a, I, I noticed the DVD you brought in here in that CD case marked uh Rick, Rick Skinny special scene. Don't show anyone. Yeah. Can we see that? Um, we yeah, we can see it. Um, but I just like to, to warn you first. Uh, so, have you heard of the term graphic vomiting? Uh, yeah, I think I'm familiar. No, no, no. But I'm. I don't want you to just think it's like oh, it's like a graphic scene of someone vomiting. It's specific. Oh. It's a specific action. Oh, interesting. I've never heard of that. Anyway. Uh, I'm gonna get three dozen of those donuts. Honey, please. I I really need you to pick the kids up from school today. I have a meeting in like four minutes. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm stop. I'm ordering some Krispy Kreme on my phone right now. Honey, this is your sixth Krispy Kreme today. Please. please. Two maple bars. The kids are waiting. One Dad, chocolate. Dad. Shut up. Oh, no. Honey, go turn the deep fryer on. I'm gonna deep fry some biscuits and use them as pasties on my <laughs> You're nipples. This family part. Dad, what do you think politically? 
I want more donuts in my mouth. Okay. And I don't believe those dinosaurs exist. So ignorant. I think How can you deny it? Because I've never seen I never seen a I never seen a dinosaur in the wild. Look, Mr. Rockefeller's on TV right now. That doesn't look like a dinosaur. That looks like a human with scales and claws and I look normal. I'm Cash Rockefeller. Damn you, Cash Rockefeller! Don't throw your Coca-Cola at the TV! I'll throw whatever I want. Oh no, he's about to start graphically vomiting! Oh no! You can tell when he's working up to it! Beep! Beep! Um, so from there, it just gets a little bit darker. Darker than that. Yeah. Um... I feel like we're getting a little bit caught up in the nitty-gritty here. You're so right. We went on a whole Rick skinny tire. The most important thing is that that Johnny Fats is learning all about his his world. And and it's really this kind of – this journey of self-discovery and and this sort of like righteous renewal of his his worldview. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, he's been down on his luck. You know, he's he's an archaeologist. Most of the cool things have already been dug up. And what kind of special shit does he find in that tome? Because you're telling me, mm-hmm. I mean, they were not only psychics in a way, but the dinosaur race were these just expert physicists better than the human race has mm-hmm. ever known. Well, yeah, so he, all sorts of things. For example, they, the buses um, are, are so loud not because <laughs> not because of that they're so, such – such, no, no. Listen. <laughs> No, 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 no. So dinosaurs didn't have buses. Yeah, True. They didn't have buses. What they had was, were bus-shaped things that hovered just above the ground. And what he learned is that all buses are designed as illusions to, to support the auto industry. because buses would be, are the, they're your oh total solution. They're, so it's like they hover and they don't mm-hmm. take any fuel. That's just a natural thing. Big Rectangular prisms just hover and go from place to place like that. So buses were mm-hmm. also part of Cash Rockefeller's scheme yes. to become an oil mogul. Exactly. Oil not only wouldn't exist without his genocide brother, mm-hmm. but wouldn't be necessary without exactly. the creation of buses. I'm following now. Yeah, I'm so it. it's kind of this weird self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, and, and that's just one of the many things that Johnny learns. For example, also uh, uh, magnifying glasses – are, are it's they're not real. Like, no, like they were made up. It doesn't work like that. And that's really important to the dinosaurs' whole, whole central thing is that whenever they wanted to see something really close up, they just put their face closer to it. But it's not because I I don't want to speak for you guys, but I've I've used a magnifying glass before, and it really did magnify. So is it not real? As in, I was just like there was I wasn't actually holding. This is anything, a fucking or? movie. You know what? I think I needed that. Thank you. <laughs> I think I needed someone to bring me in. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. No, no, it's, no, no. Put me no, in check. No, I'm okay. Sorry. No, no. I just, I just <laughs> want to make clear. This is made up. This isn't real. This is a movie about dinosaurs being like a civilization. You're, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. I just thought I'd make sure you were aware of that. No, it's okay. No, but here's the, here's the, I, once again, nitty gritty, nitty yep. gritty. I'm so sorry. Um, what we needed to get mm-hmm. get down to here is that it's. He he defeats he defeats Rockefeller Cash Rockefeller by by get this by banding together with his brother-in-law mm. and um and going going to the media. I love that. Can can yeah. we uh, 
Can we see that uh, final confrontation? Yes. Yes, we can. Thank you. Beep! Come on, Rick. Let's go to the media. You're right. Here, cl- climb into my big fat mouth, and I'll projectile vomit you all the way across town to the media. We have no time. The buses, the buses aren't running. Okay, I'll climb in. You know what, Rick? Oh. I was too hard on you. Uh-huh. Fire me up into CNN Tower. Yeah! Beep. So I know you didn't want us to dwell on Rick's. Uh, yeah, it's really not that big of a deal. I just feel like that scene really added a whole dimension to their relationship that we haven't touched on mm-hmm. previously. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that Johnny learns in the tomes is that anyone can open up their mouth really, really wide. Oh, it's not specific to Rick's kid. It just seemed to play into his fat stereotype. You'd think that, right? Cause, I mean, in the movie, he's the only one who does that. And I... <laughs> I, I do think that, but the book says that, the book says that. I think this movie might be fat phobic, Thomas. No, no. Anyone can do that. Anyone can. They can, anyone can climb into anyone's mouth and they can shoot them really far. That's not just because he's overweight. Can we see, is there any more? Can we yeah. see that, that, what happens right after that? Uh... Yeah, we, we didn't get enough of that scene. Why don't you just can we just hit play? play? Can we just hit play? Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just hit play. Beep. Ah, have fun up there, Johnny Fats. <laughs> I'm only I mean I'm only able to do that because I'm very very fat. A normal person would not be able to launch you up. It's it's because I'm a big old fat of fat of poopy. Who's that ugly man who doesn't have worth? Ah, it's me. I'm Rick Skinny, and I'm a Beep. big. I think that's all we needed to see, probably. So, um, any any other questions about that? It seems like what happened is the exact opposite of what. Yeah, you... I thanks for saying it, Liam, because I didn't want to cause any more. That's uncomfortable. Who would who would do that? Well, here's the thing: is that you know, Rick Skinny said that. Uh, Rick Skinny said I can only do that because I'm fat, and maybe that's more t- talking more about how he views himself, mm. um, because the book. The title of the movie, the tome, says, by the way, anyone can open their mouth real wide and go, oh, I'm so fat. I'm going to shoot someone across the room. Uh, and they're <laughs> splat against the wall with a bunch of bacon grease because I, <laughs> I ate bacon grease earlier. And it's in the book that it's the dinosaurs wrote the book. And so they wrote that. And dinosaurs they were, were experts of speculative physics. And they knew where every particle in the universe was at that moment. And so by extrapolating the, the, the position and the momentum of each particle, they could tell where everything was going to end up in about 60 million years when, when this movie takes place. And how did that result in them being fat-phobic? No, 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 no. They just, <laughs> knew, they just knew that's what was going to happen, and that's how things work. That's just the, the truth. That's a, yeah, I can't argue with it's that. It's kind of this, this recursive causal loop, um, and it's, it's kind of hard when you really think about it, but... The Lost Tome of Time contains many mysteries, and that's the ending scene of the movie. It actually kind of reflects on this unknowability of free will and determination. And mm. I think that you guys might want to see that scene. It, Rick Skinny is in the scene. He's not. It's not because he's. It's not. It doesn't make fun of him for being overweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that's just. He's just here and he's learning with Johnny. 
and it's they kind of reunite and they reflect on. This is the final scene of the movie. It's it's one of the final scenes. Yeah. Okay, I'd love to see that. Okay. Anyway. Beep. Oh, thanks, Rick. You saved uh, Johnny Fats. You saved us from the dinosaurs. <sighs> Shut up! Shut it! Roll away, boy. Oh. Who's that fat guy who uh, probably is worthless and doesn't have any loved oh, ones? Oh, wow. I want another donut. Mom, 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 mom. Beep. Thomas. Thomas, it seems like it just gets Thomas, worse and worse as it. Problem. Uh, so I don't know what you guys were seeing there, but to me that was. It was kind of. It really expressed the ennui of our current moment. Uh, you rolled him down the hill. Well, there was a hill there. That was an actual. I mean, that it, the way you made um, Johnny Fats lose all that weight. It seems like you made um, and that actor gain a lot of weight. And it was I, Kevin I Bacon? Like, I forgot his name. Thank you, yeah. Kevin Bacon. Gained a lot of weight, and um, and rolling him around like that just doesn't seem ethical. Like, is that sag? I... Oh yeah, he was sagging. Well, I feel like I've heard all I needed to do. All right, let's move on to our third and final version of The Lost Tome Tome of Time. time. Okay. Uh, I was fidgeting with this, and I wrote it in pencil, so soon the words got all sweaty. (laughs) In this animated children.
and how how who knows how long this has been recorded for? Um. Okay. Um. Well, it's, it's just like shocking. No, do you? So in the groove, I'm like. Do you have um, double batteries? It's still, we, we still have the whole recording. I'll have some batteries. Did it just flick off things? Um, I think so. it could be. We may. We didn't lose that much. What, we we, what did we lose? Just my page. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I've been checking on it. I just. Fuck. This thing chomps batteries. I really thought I moved my batteries here for easier Um, Can you hear me the other, the other recorder? The other pot track, it's like. Oh, yeah. Could we just use this? Or do you well, it'll, it'll be easier just to change batteries since I have. But you have batteries. Yeah. Yeah. You guys like my movie? This is great talent. Oh. <laughs> great work. Um, Gabby, can you grab What was yours again? <laughs> oh, I really gotta say, I uh, forget everything that happens, and I definitely gonna forget everything that happens. When I made his last name Johnny Fats, I was like, well, let's turn the whole thing into talking about yeah. that. Yeah. And I think, no, we had dinosaurs. No, no. Whenever you don't want us to work on, it's exactly what it's gonna turn into us talking about. Alright. Yeah, it's not recording. Okay. Um, how long did you get? None. No, 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 there is, whoa, 36 minutes. Something's good is in there. Yeah. We're learning again. You know, we're getting... Back to learning. Let's, yeah, let's keep going on this one. Yeah. We, we didn't lose that much, and it will just be some audio editing to say that, like... Should I... Mm. How much did it, Should I start over with this? Um... Yeah, we've done a lot of it, but you probably should, just so you... Because I can edit out everything before that. How, when did it end? Yeah, I, I want to listen to it before it ends. I can't, if I stop it now, I can't. Oh. It's like one of the different sides of it. Huh. So you can't just end the clip and then start a new clip? It's, it's, it's I don't want to risk anything. It's. We can just start mine over. Let's start Do it you over. guys think you can feign new re Or we should be honest with our audience. Yeah, let's, I mean. Or you can just like. Just say it again and change up a little things on us. Okay. If, if the pitch is the same, yeah. we, like what we do with it will, can be very different. Yeah. Mm. Hey, start again. Yeah. Mm. A little technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to say the least. <laughs> All right. We have, well, Our thing ran out of batteries. We're back. Then, yeah, we had to change. We did the first few minutes of Gabby's, but let's hear it again. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm going to repeat it, and they're going to hopefully come up with better questions this time. Because, guys, <laughs> that was rough. I wasn't listening when you read it, so. I was really on <laughs> really really a limb. You took the batteries out, so I'd have to repeat it. <laughs> okay. In this animated children's classic, four best friends, Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and you guessed it, time get into trouble at their Christian church and decide to start a religion of their own. Time, however, becomes power-hungry, and what was once a playful joke among schoolboys becomes a nationwide cult promoting vile and criminal behavior. In order to end its tyranny, Parsley, Sage, and Rosemary must destroy all the cult's scriptures, including the original text, which time keeps hidden away. This is The Lost Tome of Time. So what I don't know, what I want to know is yeah. is instantly. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's an animated it's an animated work. So yes. my question is: these are 
Are they people or are they vegetables? They are herbs. Herbs, okay. Uh, none of the uh, names I listed were vegetables. Uh, it's nothing like VeggieTales. You know, there's actually no col- uh, no bo- uh, botanical definition for what a vegetable is. Um, so they probably are kind of, they could be vegetables. And VeggieTales wouldn't have a grounds to sue? Well, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Okay. I'll talk to my lawyers about it. <laughs> Thanks. So this is an animated film, right? Yes. And it's what... What style is this? Um, you know what? I wanted to surprise you with the footage, but it is claymation. We did get oh, Tim Burton fun. on this. We did get Tim. We did get Tim. Wow, I like that. We did get little Tim, little Timmy boy. So yeah. here's my question. Another, yeah. another question. What's the yeah. soul of your film? What's really like the the driving force that's punching through? Yes. Um. Well, I mentioned this to you before. Yes. And, uh, it is it is toxic masculinity mm. and through time Thank we really God. see how a boy becomes a man mm-hmm. through his desire for power and murder and bloodthirst finally it needed to be said and it needed to be said through herbs can i say thank you you're mm-hmm. welcome because we have we don't it's gone so out of vogue yeah. and i'm just i it's what the world's been yearning for Yes, and what kids need to see, little boys need positive role models like Rosemary and Parsley and Sage, who who able to identify Tommy's behavior and stand up. Oh, that's not okay. Oh. I was, I was saying thanks for making a film about toxic. I just feel like toxic oh. masculinity is underrepresented these days. Oh, yeah, so we, time is more the. Yeah, I didn't think of the like. He's like hmm. kind of feel like he's like me. Oh, uh uh-huh. oh. Yeah, can we actually see a scene where he's he's being really identifiable, um, and where he I might mean, kind of be kind of cool? Maybe I can sunglasses? show you. Uh, I can show you the scene of him developing the original scriptures. Uh, that might um, that sounds that good might to resonate. Me. <clears throat> this book's gonna be great. Oh, this book is going to be important for millions of people across um, the land. Time? Why are you just sitting in the corner of the room? We're watching a movie, buddy. Yeah. It's our special cult club I've day. I've been thinking a long time about a lot of things. I got plans for you. I got plans for everyone of yous. Uh, hey, Time? Time? It's me, Sage. I'm wondering why do you sound like a, like a northeastern Italian immigrant all of a sudden? Where did that come from? Did you hit puberty time? My voice got low and now I want blood. That's what, what happens when you become a man. Your body grows hair, your, your legs get longer, and you get angry at every living thing. It, everything that's breathing becomes a target for your rage. Time, you sound like an angry Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> I'm getting kinda... scared, Time. Scared, you say? Scared? I haven't been scared since my balls dropped. <laughs> that scared me. That yes, it is. Um, it is on the mature end of children's movies. So, oh, it's a children's movie. It, yes. Uh, so I didn't get that from that it clip. It, it, it was chilling, like Brando at the end of Apocalypse yeah. Now. Well, I think claymation walks that line. Yeah, but. Halfway through his speech, you zoomed in on the claymation figurine yes. of time, and it was a sweaty human face. Yes, yeah. I'm glad you picked up on that. I'm glad you like, picked up on that. Plastered we, over um, the footage. Yes, uh, 
Well, we really want to drive home the point to little boys that toxic masculinity is bad. And mm-hmm. so, so trying to make it a scary. Whereas you notice like uh, parsley, rosemary, sage, they're all in fun pink colors, yeah. very non-threatening, mm-hmm. um, no body hair. Smooth. Yeah, balls still way up. So, so time is the oldest or is, is he just the, is he just the, the first hit? Puberty? Just the, yeah, early, early bloomer. Okay, well that, my question is, so, so they, they have to destroy the text. So how do they go yes. about destroying the text that Time has been writing? Yes, so by the time they're destroying the text, Time is on a national scale. He doesn't live in that small town anymore. He's in Washington. Mm-hmm. He's pulling strings from way up high. Um, so Does he they, like Seattle? What? Does he like Seattle? I see what you did there. I was actually talking about Washington, D.C., uh, however. Yes, yes. Uh, no, he, he doesn't like the rain. Oh, okay. So it wasn't a right fit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, they uh, they burn the scriptures. They they go from town to town and uh, and sneak into people's houses, locate them. Um, most people keep them in a nightstand drawer or something. It's not too hard. What is hard is uh, finding the lost tome of time, mm-hmm. the original text, because none of them know where time put it. I see on your... Uh, shot list there's something mm-hmm. called puberty song and then underneath it says ensemble uh-huh. is that what what is this doesn't seem like a type of movie that would have a musical number oh well then i i think you're gravely misunderstanding the movie then if, if you think that um yeah let me let me show you the uh the scene where uh time time officially hits puberty gets its period okay beep oh. Oh, it's me, time, frolicking through the spicy herb day. Nothing could go wrong, nothing could go wrong, nothing could go wrong. My balls have dropped and I've got hair everywhere. My name is Tom and I want to fuck. Ensemble, ensemble. Ensemble, ensemble. I used to be a little beta cuck and now I'm a man. I'm a man with balls and all I want to do is fuck. Hey there, lady. You seem all nice and fine. Uh, Come around now oh, and suck space. off, sweet little personal time. Personal space, please. Beep. Uh, I gotta say that was that was upsetting. That, uh, In what way? I was with you. I was with it uh, for okay. most, but I didn't like how he charged. He bum rushed that that woman. And a girl. They're, they're in middle school. That's worse. Oh. Oh. Because the whole thing idea is that he becomes a man and he also immediately grows about you know, about hundred percent. Yes. Doubles in size. And, yes. And Well oh, it's claymation, you can do that. Yeah, oh, that's you know it's fun. Great. I mean great. It's fun. I really utilize I mean, the medium. I mean that's what I was gonna say is that it was it was upsetting, but then I, I, I took a step back and I, I checked my 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 perspective. You interrogated yourself. I interrogated what am I feeling? And that's exactly yeah. what I want this movie to do. And what I gotta say is thank you. You're welcome. Um, because it really it's changing how I'm looking at my own masculinity. Yes, um, yes. Because because here's the thing is because I don't I try not to be toxically masculine. You know I mm-hmm. I go to my dad I go okay I don't need to play into these tropes I don't need to be you know oh sports jock that sort of thing. But so what I'm seeing from from Parsons, Sage, Rosemary, and Time is. Is this idea that no, the cool thing to do is to be 
this big scary guy. Well, no. Okay, something must I mean, not be coming across. Time because... puts on those sunglasses and starts flexing, and I'm like, okay, I, got, sick. I, I have a blueprint now. Yes. Okay, yeah. is it is it is it just because? Personally, Sage and Rosemary just sang ensemble and not words. Because I thought when I wrote that, that that might contribute to like, oh, they're not mm. as cool. Mm. Or I think it's because you have boys and a really toxic man. Mm. But there's no, well, what are the boys supposed to become that isn't the toxic oh, man? Oh, there is actually a scene oh. where uh, where Rosemary hits puberty and uh, has his own uh, kind of oh, contradicting song. Too? Yes, I'd yes, of to. course, of course. Beep. I'm just little Rosemary, Ensemble. a boy, a boy, still young at heart. And now my balls have dropped, and all I want to do is fuck. <laughs> my name's Rosemary, and I'm a real big man. I've got hair all over my balls. I'm going around town and I'm gonna find somebody to fuck. Sports, beer, and tits. It's all I can think about now that my balls have dropped. Beep. So here's my question. Yeah. Um, how is that different? Oh, see, uh, it focuses on some of the divine elements of masculinity, oh. such as um, the... Uh, testicular region and, and the uh, holy trinity of the love manhood. from sports and breasts and uh and there is no desire to um to flay people the way time has uh in the cults oh so the only difference between a good male example and a toxic one is just if you murder someone toxically flay masculine. flay he leaves them alive sometimes flay that's like the whip thing where you like pull their their backs off um, I believe that's just peeling someone's oh, skin, skin off okay. and laying them bare. Right. Yeah, I think they're different. We teach their own. It just feels like Rosemary's still a little toxic, and it's yeah. cool. I like it. Yeah. Let no. me know what. See, to me, I, I, I see that, and I go, yet another blueprint and confirmation for how I should act as a man in the world. And then you're and it also, and it, it only it only deepens my my identification with someone like Time. And the fun thing about time is that time seems to be taking it further. Yes. And see, you know, I like extremes, and mm -hmm. I think extremes are really, you know, they're alluring. And that's why, to me, I see time, and I go, that's who I want to be Thomas, like. Thomas, let me go ahead and show you a scene of um, Rosemary and time, both with their girlfriends. Because I think that'll help really same scene or demonstrate. Uh, same scene. They're on a double date. And okay. I think that'll really demonstrate the contrast for you. Okay. Hey, Veronica, slide on close next to you, next to Poppy. <laughs> Will do time. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, come over here. Okay. Rosemary, I haven't seen you in such a long time. Ever since you left the cult, you have what? What you've been up to? You know, drinking beer, watching sports with the guys. Oh, I've been doing the same thing, except the one difference is I fl flay people. Man, time you are one cool cat. You know what's great about this? We're not letting the women talk. Don't chat it up all the time, ladies. Could I get a seat? Hey. I'll order for you. She'll have, she'll have ice. She'll have a bowl of ice. Um... Rosemary, um... sports. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so to me, I think you you laid it out there pretty clearly. 
Rosemary doesn't flay people, Thomas. I don't know how many times I have to spell this out for you. I know, but what I'm saying is when you put these two things next to each other, to me, I see this cooler character. He's bigger. He has more muscles. And that's not cool. That's toxic. Well, here's my issue is it seems like you, the writer, <laughs> don't know how to define masculinity in any other way. Yeah. You just see this as big lumps of flesh. Yeah. No. Muscles. Rosemary's beer. not toxic. Rosemary. <laughs> All he is is a walking hunk of meat. Okay? That's you projecting your toxic masculinity onto what I may even say is the perfect man. I mean, Rosemary, I don't want to say he was inspired by, um, by my significant other, mm-hmm. but he, there are definitely similarities. So you're saying that you based Rosemary off of your significant other? I based off of everything I appreciate and love about manhood and masculinity. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you call your significant other your boyfriend or your man friend? Boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to hear. And I don't know why exactly it's all you need to hear, but it is. See, this is why I'm, when I'm dating someone, I, I say, this is my woman friend if I introduce them. I'd never call like like your significant other or just any female you're friends with. Um, my significant other would be like, "This is my woman friend." Okay, well you don't have one, so I don't think Not you right can now, speak on that. But I would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I show you guys the post credit scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love yeah. to. Bip. Oh, it's I, little Miss Sage, Mister Sage. I'm a boy, and I'm not a man yet. But soon my balls will drop, and I'm going to get a a job at a hardware store. Hi, can I? uh, I'm looking for screws. Oh, yeah, those are aisle three. We got Phillips head, flathead, ingot head. Uh, I think it's – I'm not good at this sort of stuff. Oh, that's okay. Do you have a picture or something? Yeah, yeah. Let me get my phone. Okay, cool. Sorry. Oh, my my case is pink. Sorry about that. (laughs) Oh, no. Don't worry about it. Look, my case is pink too. Oh, man. That's super cool. Do you want to kiss? Y- yeah, yeah. Beep. <laughs> so I like that part. Yeah, I, I feel really like that, like was, that, the that was the best. I don't see the. That's like Rosemary. Rosemary. No, that's different. No, no Rosemary loves the hardware store. That's different. That's that was two men falling in love over screws. Yeah, and and also I don't like how they had to kiss at the end. Because I think the idea is that it's okay. Well, they don't. They don't kiss at the end. I know it stops I, before they kiss. I wouldn't. I would never show yeah, that on camera. Feels like you wrote it where you're like. I did notice it cut immediately when they said. It cut, that. and then it cuts to. Actually, if we kept playing, you would have seen that it cuts to a close-up on my face, mm-hmm. and uh, I go, gross! <laughs> and then the credits, uh, well, the credits already happened, it's post-credit yeah. scenes, then the lights come up in the theater, and people file out. Yeah, so, but I mean, the message you're sending is the only way that two men can support each other in a not blatantly masculine way with guns and muscles and beer, and where they're just okay with pink is they have to kiss at the end? Thomas, the message I'm sending is that toxic masculinity is bad and that you shouldn't flay people. Yeah, it seems that you're getting stuck on the flay thing and that <laughs> there are a lot of other toxically masculine things in this. I don't even think you talked about flaying in your pitch. And it's, yeah. <laughs> you're going to send it. 
It seems like it's the only through line that we've been able to remember. I mean, maybe this is on us, but so it's called the lost home of time. Yes. My last question is: so, so what's really in that book, and what are they burning when they? What happens when like? How yes. do they get that done? Um, it's the original, the original scriptures that Time writ, wrote in his own uh, period blood. Uh, in Herb World, you get both puberties. And, um, yeah, it is the herbs. We're people. What can I say? Mm-hmm. And uh, it mostly lays out uh, how he's going to flay people, where he's going to flay people, the, um, the pros and cons of flaying, the logistics of flaying, um, why he loves flaying, and uh, and you said this was a, a national movement that everyone yes. liked it. Yes. So well, he made some points. And points. They're food people. Okay, <laughs> flaying them ends in a delicious meal. That is amazing. Yeah. See, I this whole there time, are no loose ends, Thomas. I keep forgetting that they're food. <laughs> I keep forgetting they're they're. Spices, they're herbs. I keep forgetting that I'm talking to bad listeners. It's true. What? what? <laughs> um, I mean, yes, you're, you know what, you're right. And I will retract all my statements because I, I know nothing about what masculinity means for an herb. Yes. Um, so yes. I want to get this movie, this movie out to the public. Yes. Okay, well, uh, thank you for finally conceding that my idea is the best of the three. Um, it was great having you on the pod. Um, Anything you'd like to say for yourself? Sorry, um, sorry, sorry if I if I upset you guys with my film. Um, I think we can both say we forgive you. Yep. Here's a list of all the people we need to apologize to. Um, mm-hmm. This is how we'll end every episode. People of size in both directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, homosexuals. <laughs> that sounded offensive just in the way that was said. <laughs> What? What? Grudging. Let me double that apology. It wasn't that. What do you want? Um, librarians, games? twins, Italian American. No, nah, they can nah. Oh, women and men. Yes, yeah. most everyone. <laughs> most everyone. Can we even air this one? <laughs> well, I think because we covered such a vast mm-hmm. range, it's almost not offensive because really? no one came out. Yeah, that's what I want to finish off by saying is that this is really about the creative process and it, it's about yes. how media often misrepresents certain groups right because yeah. of this we're not offensive we're yes. commenting on the people we're who are satire on yes. how big hollywood does go through movie you know, pitches in the great dictator what chaplin was going for was this sort of like prescient salient take on like the moment he was living in yes and i think that's what i tried to we're, do we are the next chaplin yeah um and I'm trying to grow one of those mustaches, too. <laughs> All right. That's a show. Thank you very much. We'll be back. We'll see you next week. Put, put in the edits of a big fun ending. Whoa. That's a bad, bad idea. idea.